welcome everyone to the first ever Independent Wealth Show with your host, Sandra Durant. Sandra's on a journey from bankruptcy to millions to help women find their voice and have a choice for their financial freedom. So Sandra, welcome, welcome, welcome. Are you excited to be here in your first show? Hey, Trish. I am very excited. Thank you for having me here. Well, my job today is really easy. My job is to help the listeners get to know who you are, get to know what the show is all about and why they should tune in. So let's just talk about that. Why are you starting this podcast? What's, what's driving you today? That's an interesting question. My podcast is uh, here because I want to help Latina women understand and get into, not be afraid of getting into the real estate world, understand it and grow and prosper from it. That's great. So who are your ideal listeners who should be tuning in? Well, the ideal listener is anyone who wants to learn about real estate, how to get started in real estate investing, uh, how to start a uh, long-term or short-term rental business and have consistent cash flow from it. I'd love to target the Latina population because as a Latina myself, I know it was hard. It was not an easy, it was plowing and really uh, going through those trenches to open opportunities for myself. And I'd love to do and share the information and the wealth of experience I have with the Latina women out there. I love that, Sandra, that you are um, at the at the place now as a millionaire to be able to share with all of us Latina women what we can do um, through all of your experiences. What what kind of information and tools and resources will we receive by listening to your podcast? Thank you. Uh, you know, it's it, it's a two prong uh, content. One is your mindset, and the other part is actual knowledge about the real estate, how it runs, how it works, Mm -hmm. uh, the intricacies of technology uh, to help the investor uh, be more successful in this, in this process, in the journey. So it's going to be a two part, they'll find and hear information from how to understand your, your weaknesses, or even your mindset when you're afraid and uncertain, and you think you might fail, why not? Why should I start? Um, there's that part that we're going to help them understand that uh, taking the leap of faith is the most important part of the real estate journey. And of course, the other section is uh, going to discuss knowledge and content that has to do with how to operate and run the business. Oh, I love that. So you're going to share with us from the mindset perspective of how do we get the courage and the confidence to take the leap of faith, uh, regardless of where we're at. And then you're going to give us uh, the different tools and resources that you've used um, to make it easy for us. For us. Is that right? That is correct. And it's so much, in, it's so much fun once you're in it, uh, but you do have to have a passion. Uh, you need to love, understand the, uh, that real estate has its challenges. And it's something that if you love, if you love real estate, you'll love what you're going to be doing. Oh my gosh, that's great. So what about for someone like me who has never really thought about real estate investment 
before, or when I did, it was like, oh my gosh, sounds so complicated. Um, what are some myths that you just want to break through right now and, and, and tell us the way it really is? Thank you. That's a, a, a very important observation. The I think the biggest myth, or I don't think I know, it's the, I think the one of the most important myths is that real estate, in real estate, uh, people think they, they become rich overnight. And okay. that's not true. Uh, real estate is a slow growing journey. It's a process of prosperity that can take years. And just uh, the fact that you own real estate doesn't mean that, uh, and that the cash flow is there, it doesn't mean you can become wealthy overnight. It's a long, it's a long process. Okay, so that's good to know. So for those listeners that are expecting uh, to tune in to become a millionaire overnight, this is not for them. This is really something about sustainability and having cash flow in the long term. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And it's important to understand that because uh, you, you, individuals who think they can come into the real estate to become rich overnight, um, it, it, it also shouldn't be for someone who's only looking to become rich. Uh, the result of wealth and uh, uh, yeah, of, of growing your wealth is is a result of dedication and passion for keeping your real estate investments up to uh, up in as far as maintenance, taking care of your clients, offering your investors your 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 gotta go back gotta go back. So tell me in regards to the myths, what are you, we, you talked about one of the top myths that, okay, real estate investment is, is not about getting uh, to millions, making millions overnight. Tell me more about that. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Real estate grows slowly. It's, um, I could tell you it's a get rich slow, uh, um, uh, uh, world and you will see that if you love uh, offering services of rental to people that do not have other alternatives like a home mortgage you will see that you can change their lives you can see how they transition from a crappy apartment into a beautiful home Um, and the the rewards of that come with time because as your rental income grows so does the uh, so does the ra- value of your assets. So it is a slow growing. It doesn't happen overnight. I love that. So the get rich slow. So that's your philosophy. Oh my gosh. I'm writing that down right now. Thank you so much, Sandra. So I'm going to, I'm going to just wind us back to your very first property that you purchased. So how much was the very first real real estate investment property and rental property, if you will? And what gave you the courage to take that leap, as you said? While I was living in Mexico, um, I, uh, I had a, I was with my second child and living in um, unfortunate conditions, the ceiling of my home, the roof had um, water leaks. Um, I, a day when there was a big storm, there was literally water on my, on my feet. And it was really sad in order to use the restroom. I'd had to be pregnant and 
I had to walk into the bathroom, the only bathroom I had with uh, water up to my ankles and it was not it was not a good experience. And I decided at that time that was enough. I had to change them this that there was there had to be a better way of living. And um, it took me it took me, I envisioned I was gonna make a change, not only for myself, but I found the courage that like me, I'm sure there was other women out there. So I decided I was going to have a better way of living. There had to be a better way to live. And eventually I did. Um, I uh, acquired my first real estate uh, duplex rental under the Burr strategy. And uh, that, that I, I, I paid $40,000 for that property. Wow. Uh, was remodeling it before you knew it, it was rented. Oh my gosh. So you, not only did you purchase the property, but you took on the remodeling challenge as well. Yes, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, many people advised against it, um, not only because I was not, I did not have knowledge of contract and, and remodeling work, but I don't know. I just had the confidence in me that I could do this. And, you know, that's why I'm here, because I know that we can grow the confidence and help others find it too. Oh, I love that. So you're going to help people just like you when you you said that that's enough. I want more. And you didn't know the way you just kind of were confident enough and had that burning desire to, to just find a way and you want to help others also find a way when they have that desire. And I think that's amazing that, that you're able to do that now. Um, so amazing. So that, that first rental property, you didn't know what you were doing. You purchased it, you remodeled and you said it was fun. And, and there was a lot of naysayers that were saying, you can't do it. So what made you, when everyone's saying, you can't do it, you don't know what you're doing, what what was the motivation? What continues to be your motivation? I believe in my vision. I believe in my purpose. I'm aligned to improving people's lives. When I decided to improve my life, I just made a decision to improve people's lives around me and, and by what I do. So... Yeah, their naysayers are always going to be there, but it's really, what is it that you want and how do you envision what you're doing? And, uh, you know, it's incredible because when I acquired that one property, all the rents out there were about $850 a month. And when I was done with mine, it was rented before I finished and it was $300 more than everybody else was paying. But that's because I turned a slum location into a beautiful uh, happy home for someone else. I love that. So not only did you make more money from the rent, but, but your goal was to uh, make this house a, a happy home for someone. Is that right? Yes. And that's actually has been my mission um, since I had that water up to my ankles <laughs> is change uh, the circumstances for myself, but also for other people. And um, after doing um marketing research, uh, the area where that property was acquired had a, a plenty of a, a large inventory of apartment-like um, living conditions where there's people above you and below you and to the right of you and to the left of you. And I ultimately wanted to offer an, a real home, a place there that could walk in there and you don't walk into an apartment, you're walking into a home. And I've feel very, very happy that I've been able to deliver that. Wow. I, I, I love that. Um, 
that you are have a clear vision and it's not just about you that from the very beginning it was about uh, making a difference in people's lives around you um, and, and really I, I think just making the world a better place you know one one home at a time you're not just doing real inv- real estate investment for the money you're doing it also for the people and I think um, it's great because you are you know the, those are big things so tell me, Tell me more about what does it take, not just in the short term, because you, you you shared with us the courage and the leap of faith you took from the very beginning, the confidence and courage you had at the very beginning. But what are some of the mistakes you made along the way um, from your $40,000 first investment to your $7 million investment today? What are some lessons that and mistakes you made and what can you share with us? There's so many. Um, I think the most important thing here is that when you're learning about any industry, you need to grow knowledge, not just take the leap of faith. Um, the, uh, one of the most important things in real estate is that you become knowledgeable and learn about the industry. Uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter what state uh, you are in, you wanna make sure that you abide by the rules, follow the, the law, and make sure that your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. The other thing is you don't ever want to uh, assume anything with your tenants. You want to make sure that your tenants uh, understand their needs and be clear about the expectations uh, both ways, both of uh, yours to them and them to you. One of the mistakes I made, I recall, was I prepared my own lease document. I thought that it was an easy thing to do, that I could just simply download a a lease contract and write it up. Well, much to my surprise, um, I wasn't meeting all the the Texas guidelines. So what I did then, you know, I I resolved it. Um, I became a member of the Texas Apartment Association and they provide all the um, legal uh, aspects of the, the proper lease contracts. And like that, I could mention many, many more in the, in the construction world. There was other remodeling uh, in the remodeling part. There's always areas of opportunity. So yeah, there's a lot that we can teach about the learning experience along this journey. I love that. So um, an important lesson for you was <laughs> it's that to really do your research, because you said the first time you did it, you just downloaded a, a sample lease. You didn't know the rules. You didn't know the laws. And um, you quickly not only learned that, but you also joined an association where you could be surrounded by people that could and resources that could help you. Yes. And um, I, I love that. And you said um, something else that I think is is really important because You talked about from your perspective, what you need to learn to keep yourself safe and compliant from a legal perspective and compliance. And then you talked about your tenants and you said you have to understand the tenant and their needs. Um, Tell me about that, because that's really interesting that you said that. Yes, and um, and absolutely important because uh, I have had uh, VA uh, tenants, uh, people from uh, that, that served in the Vietnam War, and uh, they might be requiring ADA um, hallways and ADA bathrooms. Uh, uh, some other tenants have a dog. They may need a patio. Uh, they may need, they have specific needs. Uh, some of these tenants might be a nurse that works all day in the, you know, from in the night shift and 
that when they come back home in the morning, they need to sleep. So they need to have the proper shades. Uh, another need would be, for example, if a child has uh, Down syndrome, uh, there's a family that came to one of my homes and they, they have not only Down syndrome, but they have uh, other Ill diseases that we, they have to be very careful as to when, you, you know, when they receive visitors, the hygiene, and it's just very uh, intrinsic as far as what can we do to make their life better, that we understand and that they know we understand as a landlord and that we care. I love that. So you're not just doing this, like you said, the um, get rich slow method, but you are staying true to your, your vision of um, helping people's lives. And, and I love that, that you just think of from the tenant perspective. So those people that once you understood their expectations and their needs, if they're interested in your property and you felt that that property may not be good for them, for instance, the nurse that needed to sleep nights and you knew it was busy, what would your advice be to them at the time? Did you lose a tenant? Well, the first thing you want to do is um, both, both through your marketing, uh, because in, not, in today's world, most people most people really do rent online. They sometimes don't even look at the property, okay. but you want to make sure that they uh, can actually either do a virtual tour of your property. Example, the nurse that had to sleep during the day, let's say she came back from her night shift at nine o'clock in the morning. You want to make sure that she understands what's there and that it satisfies. It's always best uh, to deny someone uh, a space because there's always going to be someone that else that needs your, your home. In my case, I've been blessed that I really don't have any vacancies, but because I'm making sure that the people that are, uh, whose needs I'm fulfilling or, or, or problems that I'm solving through my homes, um, that they understand what, the, what they're receiving and that it's actually what they need and want. Wow. So if, if I heard you correctly, that from the tenant's perspective and from what you're providing, that you make sure from the very beginning that you're setting the right expectations. And that if you, that you're so lucky that you don't have a vacancy and it's probably because if you do have to turn away a tenant, not really turn them away, but let them know this may not be right for you because these are your needs in this type of apartment. Um, do they end up coming back to you? Do they end up referring people to you? What happens oh, when yeah. that happens? That's a very good question because I have one of those, for example, I have tenants who, I'll give you an example, uh, their home got flooded and their insurance needs to go in there and remodel their home. So they're looking for a place to live temporarily, right? Well, they're looking for a furnished home. They can't bring their furniture with them. So we provide them the furnished home. And let's say that this, uh, this family uh, has a need of having a hospital bed. Uh, in, that, in this family's case, the wife had Alzheimer's and we made sure and coordinated with their medical service providers that the bed was in uh, on the day it was needed, was placed where the tenant needed the bed to be at. Um, and of course, after that, you wanna make sure that they have the cleaning services scheduled so they don't have to worry about cleaning the home themselves. And, you know, I've had families who decided not to move back 
after their insurance covered their remodel work, they're so happy where they're living, they don't want to move back. Yes, yes. That that's amazing. That's amazing. So your tenants love you. And, um, and now you want to share with us how to get rich slow, and how to do it the right way, which is amazing. For for the listeners today, I, we don't want to give them everything. And we certainly can't do that in, in one talk today. But for the listeners that may not have time in the in maybe the next couple of weeks to, to listen to your next podcast, what is it that you want for them to know today? And what what can they do about real estate investment? I want my listeners to know that if they've ever had a slight calling or thought or just a curiosity of what if I get into real estate and then shied away from it because, oh, no, I don't know anything about it. I'm just not going to bother with it. Um, you should listen to that little voice and, and bring it back and say, okay, well, what is it about this that calls my attention? And revisit that idea of getting involved into real estate and learn, come back and learn and listen, because there will be many stories and many rich experiences from which uh, you can apply to your curious mind and venture on to the real estate journey yourself. I love it. So listeners need to know to not, not listen to that voice that's going to talk them out of doing it, uh, be curious. And um, I, I love that. For for some listeners that may be thinking, oh, well, you know, it's easy for Sandra, um, they, that they may believe that this, um, the millions just came to you easily and it was on a, a silver platter. What, what do you want them to know about, you know, what you had to do? How many no's you had to overcome? to not just be able to get yourself from Mexico to here, but to be able to be where you are today? Um, the fact that we're here on this, in this world on earth is, is a single chance out of thousands of no's from conception. And this life gives us many no's. We, we need to listen to our yeses. The yes is in our mind, in our thoughts, in our thinking, in our mindset. And if we give ourselves that opportunity and we put our hearts into our visions, things will come true. But we need to stay committed and never lose sight of the vision of where we want to be in our future. Wow. I love that, Sandra. Um, And... I, I really want everyone also to tune in so you can hear Sandra's rich stories. She'll share with you from what it took, the mindset, the courage that it, that it took in herself to from sleeping on the floor to being able to overcome all of those no's and having faith in herself when no one else did. What did it take? Um, and for those of you who are still saying no, she has enough yes in her to be able to help you and to walk your hand through all of that. Um, I can say, Sandra, this has been just so incredible 
talking with you and getting to know you a little bit better. And I, for one, will be subscribing to your podcast, The Independent Wealth um, Show. And what message, you've already given us so many gold nuggets, but what message do you want to say to our listeners today? And why should they be tuning in uh, to your next podcast and, and the further ones? If you're if you have a passion for seeing people smile and happy and getting paid for doing that, this is your place. If you if you like to see a smile in professional people who you provide a solution for their standard of living, this is the place for you. If you like return on investments that go anywhere between a 8 and a 21%, this is your place. So and if you have any idea of or have thought about investing in real estate, whether it's through short-term rental, long-term rental, buy, flip, this is your place. Wow, Sandra, thank you so much. So I learned so much from you, the get rich, slow method, making um, this world a better place, uh, not just for you, but for others and how to get past all those no's. I, I'm really looking forward to learning more from you. And that even me, who's never done this before, that, that anyone can do this. So I just wanna say from bankruptcy to millions, this is Sandra Duran's show. I welcome everyone to visit our show, to subscribe to the Independent Wealth Show. If you wanna get past all those no's, if you want to be in a safe place where she's gonna walk you through what she had to do, and the secret formulas, the resources, the tools, and information. I just really encourage everyone to tune in to the Independent Wealth Show with Sandra Duran. Sandra, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to, to listening to your show. It was a pleasure being here with you, Trish. Thank you for your time. And I, I look forward to having all my listeners grow and see them explore their real estate journey with a wealth of knowledge and mentorship through this podcast.